Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day. Someone waits for Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. Ink, a dink a dink, a dink a do, a dink a dink. Oh, what a tooth! It's a two-fisted, quick-triggered marksman who shoots from the hip and never misses. Well, Jalo again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to the Bing Crosby Show, followed by the Jimmy Durante Show, followed by the Al Jolson Show, our triple stack. Today we have Robert Taylor on the Bing Crosby Show and Charles Boyer stopping by the Al Jolson Show. It's our night of suave entertainment with these wonderful gentlemen. And uh, beginning us off is, of course, the Bing Crosby Show. And on Bing Crosby, we have Bing singing Pretty Baby to start us out. Then Bing sings Ballerina. Then Robert Taylor comes on, and they chat for a while. Then we have Thanks for the Memory with Robert Taylor playing the cello. Robert Taylor liked to play the cello. He appeared 10 years earlier than this in 1938 over on our Jack Benny show a few weeks ago. He's just been appearing on lots of things. And it's funny because it's apparently January and February, 10 years apart, is where he would, he liked to make guest appearances. So he made some in 38 and he made some in 48. But he always brought his cello along. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Anyway, the, that following that is The Glow Worm with Robert Taylor again on cello, with Bing, of course. And then we have Civilization Bongo Bongo Bongo, which I love with Bing Crosby and Robert Taylor actually singing. Um, the Road to Congo sketch with Bing Crosby, Robert Taylor, and Ken Carpenter. Now, Bing would do his Road to Various Places sketches that, of course, were takeoffs of his movies with Bob Hope. He would usually do them when he was guest starring on other people's programs. I mean, if you go to Eddie Cantor's program and have Bing Crosby pop up over there, Eddie Cantor immediately and his writers grab onto the easiest thing to do, which is to do uh, where they both have a um, road trip somewhere, the road to wherever. Uh, same with uh, when he was on, whenever he was on with Jack Benny or Burns and Allen or whoever he stopped by, any show he stopped by, he would usually end up doing a takeoff of the road to. Um, sketches but now the in his own show he didn't do it all that often every once in a while for sure but not as often as you would think uh so it's kind of fun to have this sketch and then i still get jealous by bing followed by golden earrings by bing as well uh, i think this is a fun episode you'll enjoy uh, and then after that, the Jimmy Durante show. He doesn't have any big name guests anymore, but it's still a fun show. 
And then, like I said, after that, we have Al Jolson and Oscar Levant and Charles Boyer together, which should be a lot of fun as well. So enjoy your evening, and we'll see you next time. Transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guest, Robert Taylor. Well, ladies and gentlemen, in just a few days, it'll be George Washington's birthday. Hey, if it's George Washington's birthday, what's that Christmas tree doing over there on the stage? <laughs> Bing, look, that's not a Christmas tree. That's a cherry tree. Well, don't look now, Ken, but the cherries are all lit up. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, speaking of George Washington, Bing... Which you just did. Please don't interrupt here. Sorry, I have something I'm... very interesting to say. Okay. I know for an absolute fact that Washington did throw a silver dollar across the Potomac River. Well, I didn't know about that, Ken. Where'd you get this information? From Al Jolson. Jolson? How would he know? He was on the opposite bank of the river with a catcher's mitt. Well, I'll have to see that dollar. <laughs> don't worry, Joel. He's still got it. And you ain't gonna get it, King. No, you? it's all right. now, If you'll excuse me, the Rhythmers and I would like to do a tune that's enjoying a healthy revival. Pretty Baby. Back in the 20s, Joe Frisco used to dance to this tune. Maybe this rendition will put Joe back on the hoof. John Scott, are you ready? <laughs> Everybody loves a baby, that's why I'm in love with you. Pretty baby, pretty baby. And I'd like to be your sister, brother, dad, and mother too. Pretty baby, pretty baby. Won't you come and let me rock you in my cradle of love? We'll cuddle all the time. Oh, I want a loving baby, and it might as well be you. Pretty baby of Sister, brother, dad, and mother, too. Pretty baby, pretty baby. Won't you come and let me rock you in my cradle of love? We'll cuddle all the time. Oh, I want a loving baby, and it might as well be you. Pretty baby, 
pretty baby Pretty baby of mine Now, Mr. Carpenter, the floor is yours. A few words about Philco, if you don't mind. Well, I'm, I'm awfully sorry, Bing. I don't have anything to say about Philco tonight. I'd rather just let it go. Well, then let's both of us go. Say something. Don't you have something to say? Well, sure, I, I have plenty to say, but I can't. What's come over you? This is your spot to spout. Come on. Fill the air now with Philcoism. Now, look, I repeat, Mr. C., there's nothing I can say. Oh, Ken, I know for a fact there are several brand new Philco radios and radio phonographs coming up. Start drooling over them. But, Bing, those new models are still a big secret. Hush, hush, huh? Yes. That I should live to see the announcer keeping the commercial a secret. This is a rule routine. But, Bing, you don't understand they're not in all the stores yet. Well, even if they aren't in all the stores yet, folks will be interested in hearing about them. Come on, Carp, now give. Well, Bing, I can let everybody in on one secret. I'm all ears. I can tell you about a sensational new Philco radio phonograph with an extra added attraction. Lots of record storage space in the cabin. I'm all ears. I think I better start over. Yeah, start over. <laughs> I'll give you a nice cue. Thank you. You want a big, stylish, fat yes. cue? Well, even if they aren't all in the stores yet, folks will be interested in hearing about them. Come on, give out, Carp. <laughs> well, Bing, I can let everybody in on one secret. I can tell you about a sensational new Philco radio phonograph with an extra added attraction, lots of record storage space in the cabinet. That's a real bonus for you record fans, but it's only the beginning of the story on this fine new Philco. Wait till you hear it at your dealers. On radio or records, its tone is but terrific. Super smooth Philco automatic record changer, too. And talk about pretty babies, its mahogany cabin is a real eyeful. And the price? Well, just check your Philco dealer. You'll be getting this great new Philco combination any day now, and your own eyes and ears will tell you it's a sensational value for your money. The newest thing in radio phonographs, from Philco, the leader. One of the big ballads this winter is Ballerina. I think you'll enjoy John Scott Trotter's musical background. Dance, ballerina, dance. And do your pirouette and rhythm with your aching heart. Dance, ballerina, dance You mustn't once forget A dancer has to dance to part Whirl, ballerina, whirl And just ignore the chair That's empty in the second row This is your moment, girl Although he's not out there applauding as you steal the show Once you said his love must wait its turn You wanted fame instead I guess that's your concern We live and learn And love is gone, ballerina gone on with your career, you can't afford a backward glance. Dance on and on and on. A thousand people here have come to see the show. As round and round you go, so ballerina dance. Dance, dance, 
ballerina dance. So on with your career, you can't afford a backward glance. Dance, ballerina dance. A thousand people here have come to see the show as round and round you go, so ballerina dance. Dance, dance. The piano run was by Buddy Cole. Because we feel it's high time that our local festivals were invested with some good-looking masculinity to relieve the monotony of such nondescript characters as we have around here, like Carpenter and Please. Trotter and myself, we have fetched up tonight one of our town's best-looking leading men. Our guest room this evening harbors a lad named Robert Taylor. Take a bend, Bob. <laughs> the other day, uh, just by way of making small talk, I was flipping through a copy of Photoplay magazine to see what's going on here in Flickerville, and I read that you were born in Nebraska. That's right, Bing. Good old Philly, Nebraska. Philly, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been in Nebraska, but I don't seem to recall a town by the name of Philly. You don't, huh? Mm. Well, Bing, it's about nine miles west of Crab Orchard. Crab Orchard, where's that? Well, that's about 30 miles southeast of Beaver Crossing. Oh, Beaver Crossing. Yeah, and, and that's about 10 miles northwest of Mayberry. Well, Bob, just where is Philly uh, in relation to Omaha? Omaha? Yeah. Where's that? <laughs> We'd better start this thing over. Say, Bob, the other day I read in the paper where you were born in New York City. No, that's a lie. I was born in Philly, Nebraska. Here we go again. <laughs> What's the population? 174. Of course, the town will be mobbed the day of the big game. What big game? I don't know. We haven't had one yet. <laughs> you get a baseball team, I'll tell you what I'll do for you. I'll get the Pittsburgh Pirates to go down there and play an exhibition. <laughs> Well, Bing, I tell you, Philly mm. doesn't have a baseball team. You know, baseballs are made out of horse hide. What's that got to do with it? Well, Philly's a one-horse town. We're not going to kill the horse just to play, play baseball. Oh. <laughs> I'll get you a ball easily. Remember those horses I used to race? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're on the National League now. <laughs> I, uh, I heard about Ford that. Brick about yeah. that huh? <laughs> I heard about them, Bing. I heard about that new slow ball they have. Uh-uh, Robert. Bob Taylor, not Bob Hope. Please, you're beginning to sound a little like old Plow Snoot here tonight. <laughs> so that, uh, hmm? that reminds me, Bing, I've got a business proposition for you. Please, Bob, my brother Everett handles all my business. Well, this concerns Bob Hope. Hope's brother Jack handles all his business. No wonder I don't have a radio program. I haven't got a brother. <laughs> well, you can have mine. I can't afford him. Neither can I. <laughs> that you want to fling my way, right? Well, uh, Bing, to make a long story... Please um... do. We haven't got much of a script here. Just go as long as you... My writers went to Las Vegas and lost their joke. Yeah. Well, Bing, last night I saw the road to Rio. I was outstanding, didn't you think? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, what I'm getting at, Bing, is I, I'm, I'm tired of making serious pictures. How about letting me make one of those road epics with you? You mean that, Bob? Really? Yeah. Well, that's a very flattering offer. But what do we do about hope? Well, I understand that Paramount's going to retire. Hope, after all, he's getting along, you know. Well, I'm no Mickey Rooney myself. <laughs> Mickey's getting old, too. Yeah, but it doesn't show on him. <laughs> no, Bob, I don't think Paramount's ready to retire Hope yet. In fact, I heard they just had his girdle reactivated. <laughs> really? <laughs> the Goodrich Silvertown people have a standing order to keep this boy in shape. <laughs> Tell you one thing, Bob. With you in the picture instead of Hope... 
we'd get the kind of people into the theater we've never had before. What kind of people do you mean? Women. Oh? <laughs> Reminds me of something. I'd like to do a picture with you. I really would, but I, I know that with you in there, I'd never get the girl. I'll tell you what, Bing. If you let me make a road picture with you, I'll see to it that you get Dorothy Lamour. Thanks, and if that's not a square deal, I'll... Well, but Bob, how are we going to get rid of Hope? <laughs> Band gets around a little, don't you? <laughs> if that's not a square... What you, how are we going to get rid of Hope? Oh, oh, Hope, he's simple. I know, but how are we going to get rid of him? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's bound to be another royal wedding in England, and when he rushes over there to crash it, we'll sneak out and make the picture. Huh? Now, wait a minute, Bob. i got to straighten you out. Hope didn't crash Princess Elizabeth's wedding. He was invited. Invited? What did he do at the wedding? He was a flower girl. <laughs> I understand he cut quite a figure waddling down the aisle, picking his teeth with a rose thorn. Hey, Bing, uh, do you... Well, what do you say, Bing? Do we make the picture? It's a tempting idea, Bob. But do you think you can handle the kind of stuff that Hope does? Well, I've been practicing all day. Would you like a sample? No, I wouldn't, but don't let that stop you. <laughs> wouldn't stop Hope. Okay, music, please, John Scott. John. Thank you, thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bob broadcasting from the La Brea Tar Pits Dog and Cat Hospital, Taylor. <laughs> Telling all you guys and gals that if you want your teeth to say Roger, Wilco, then brush them twice a day with a brand new Philco. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> tell me, uh, what do you think? Huh? I can't, I'm numb. But I must admit you do a pretty fair job with that hope hokum. However, road pictures, you know, Bob, are basically musicals. You sing? No, but uh, back home in Philly, I used to play with a harmonic. Oh, the Philly harmonic, huh? huh. <laughs> what did you play? The cello. Well, I don't know if we can use a cello in a road picture. Well, if you're going to wind up with Lamour, I got to have something to hug. <laughs> you know, a cello with a sarong huh, might be better than Lamour. I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if we use your cello, you'll have to play Thanks for the Memory. After all, you're doing Hope's part. Thanks for the Memory. Yeah. Well, the only tune I know is the glow worm. The glow worm. Yeah. I don't know if that fits. I tell you, get your cello, Bob. I'll teach you thanks for the memory. Teach you two in two seconds. Well, thanks for the compliment. It goes like this, uh, roughly. It'll be rougher. It'll be a smash. Don't worry about a thing. Here's the way it goes. Thanks for the memory. Da -dum, da -dum, da -dee. Yeah, I, uh, I think I got it. I think you got Bing. it. Wait a minute. <laughs> That glowworm might be fine. Worm has to gut to remind people of hope. Play that, Bob, and just to show you that I'm a musician, too, I'll join in with you on the instrument that I studied when I was a kid. Well, let's go. A one, a two, a three, and a hit it. I think a cello might be great, but there's one very important thing I must tell you. It's awful. No, huh? I don't mean that. No. If you take Hope's part, you'll have to take the Hope attitude. Insult me all the time. I will. Huh? Yep, and besides that, you'll have to run down my clothes, my hair, the pirates, oh. everything. You'll have to criticize my singing, my acting. You really got to kick me around. Okay, skinhead, here's some adrenaline. Pull up those baggy bloomers and let's hit the road, Toad. No, no, no. 
that, pretty boy, or I'll water your mascara. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> yes, wait a minute. Don't uh, call me, pretty boy. Listen, if you're going to be hope, this is only the beginning, sir. Okay, okay, happy hips. Let's start our road picture. Where's the script? Script. All we need is a map. Start the picture, Mr. Carpenter. <laughs> to the Congo, starring Bing Satchel Seat Crosby and Bob Needlenose Taylor. I haven't got a needlenose. You have in this picture. Stick it on. We take you now into the most mysterious, enchanted, romantic land in the world. Pismo Beach, California. <laughs> the, the Congo's in Africa. This is a road picture. We just stop there, grab some clams, and move on. Yes. On to the African Congo, where we find our two intrepid soldiers of fortune hacking their way through the jungle in search of big game. Well, here you are in the jungle of Africa. You've always got me on a wild goose chase. Well, what are you beefing about? We already got 50 wild geese. Never be here if you hadn't proposed to that girl in Altoona. How will I know she's going to say yes? And quit your griping, wavy locks. Okay, knucklehead. <laughs> By the way, what's, what's the plot of this picture? Huh? Well, we're going to strike it rich. The famous white elephant with the black tusks is in this area. When that mm. elephant dies, we'll be millionaires. Never even met that animal. How do we know he'll die and leave his money to us, huh? Don't you understand, neon eyes? Watch it, lard. If we can grab that elephant's ivory, we'll make a fortune selling it to piano manufacturers. There's a big shortage of black keys back home. Wait a minute, Saggy. I think I hear some native drums. Dad's old-fashioned root beer. Dad's old-fashioned root beer. Hey, we better get over and find those natives. Maybe they can lead us to the Black Tusk Elephant. Yeah, come on, dreamboat. Right with you, tugboat. Hey! Say, <laughs> hey, Bob, did you bring along the box of trinkets to trade with the natives? Yep, here's one of the trinkets right here. That's nothing but a canteen of water. Well, trinket. That's Hope's material, all right. <laughs> hey, look out. There's, there's an alligator in front of us. That's no alligator. That's just an old log. It's an alligator. It's a log. I say it's an alligator. I'll say it's a log. I'll show you. Hold my left hand while I reach out and tickle it. It's an alligator. I told you so, Bing. Call me Lefty. Hey, this, uh... This place is infested with animals. Lion! Zebra! How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Coast Guard Hope. Baboon! <laughs> Hold it, Bing. I uh, think I see an elephant way over there in the clearing. Maybe that's the black tusk elephant. Hey, look, there's a whole herd of elephants. Who's that native coming toward us? Welcome, stranger. Road to Rio, how are you? <laughs> Me, Madman Munts, used elephant dealer. Say, you're just a man who can help us, Munts. We're looking for a very special animal, the white elephant with the black tusks. Oh, sports model elephant. Oh, you know get him. That animal, very personal property of Her Highness, the Blonde Princess of Jungle. The Blonde Princess? What's her name? You ever hear of Tarzana? Sure. Her name, Encino. <laughs> Say, she sounds like something we ought to investigate. Where do I find her? Where do we find her? Too late. Princess find you. Yeah, get a load of that. Wow. <laughs> What's the matter, boys? Your whistle stuck? 
Uh, excuse us, Princess, but uh, we haven't seen a girl in so long we'd, we'd almost forgotten what they looked like Do I refresh your memory? Refresh it? You refuel it <laughs> Say, you're cute What's your name? Bob Taylor This is my friend, Gabby Hayes Hey! <laughs> well, he's cute, too, in a bashful sort of way Shucks, I'm not bashful I always climb trees when I talk to girls <laughs> Well, come down from there. Let me get a good look at you. Okay, here I am. What do you think? Go on back up. <laughs> Say, uh, Princess, we understand that you're the owner of the famous white elephant with the black tusks. We'd like to make a deal with you. A deal? Yeah, we gotta have that elephant. Okay, I'll make a deal. I'll trade my elephant for one of you fellows. It's a deal, honey. Crosby, grab the elephant and head for the States. Just a minute, Needle <laughs> You take the pachyderm, germ. I'll beat it, scram. Get lost, blow, will you? Just a minute, Taylor. You promised me that I would get the girl. Well, I've changed my mind. I want her. Why, you dirty double-crosser. How can you be such a heel? It's easy. I'm supposed to be hope. (laughs) You should have stood in Philly. Now scram out of the Congo, bud. Oh, no. Oh, bunga, bunga, bunga. I ain't gonna leave the Congo. Oh, yeah, yes, you will. Bingle, bangle, princess, I'm supposed to get the princess. Why don't you blow? I don't want no Harry Crosby hanging around me, grabbing my date. Listen, lover boy. Go climb a coconut tree and cuddle up to Tarzan's mate. Oh, thank you so much, Bob. Was I as good as Hope Bing? Oh, you were better, and I want to tell you something else. It's a pleasure working with someone that lets me get up to the microphone. <laughs> Say, uh, mm. Bing, what are we going to do about the, the blonde princess? Well, I think we'll have to toss a coin for her later. Meanwhile, i got to do a song. Well, make it a long one, will you? I want to talk to the princess. Oh, no, you don't. You stand right here now. Stand by. Don't go away. didn't know I knew 
I still get jealous Cause it pleases you You, uh, get loosened up and don't be so cozy with your commercials? Well, Bing, I hate to keep on playing mysterious moles for our listeners, but those new Philco radio phonographs are just arriving at your Philco dealers now. I know it's only a teaser to tell you that for tone, style, and performance, these 1948 Philcos are the most sensational new values in radios. But we have to hold our fire till we're sure you can walk into your Philco dealers and check up with your own eyes and ears on their tone and performance. Believe us when you do, you'll get an eye full as well as an ear full. Meanwhile, keep your eye on your own Philco dealer. Go see him now. Maybe he'll beat us to the punch and be able to show you those sensational Philco radio phonographs before we get a chance to tell you about them. And don't forget, in back of every radio Philco makes are all the resources of the world's largest radio manufacturer. Research laboratories, quality materials, radio know-how, plus the capacity of the world's longest radio production line. Once again, you'll find it all pays off in the most for your radio money. The outstanding new values at your dealer today from Philco, famous for quality the world over. The gypsies know is true That when your love wears golden earrings She belongs to you An old love story That's known to very few But if you wear these golden earrings, love will come to you. By the burning fire, they will glow with every cold. You will hear desire whisper low inside your soul so be my gypsy make love your guiding light and let this pair of golden earrings cast their spell So be my gypsy Make love your guiding light 
And let this pair of golden earrings Cast their spell tonight Placing the golden earrings tenderly in their plush box I shall now reach for my Cavanaugh snap brim And hit my favorite road, the road home First, I'd like to thank Bob Taylor and his cello for joining us tonight. Don't mention it, Bing. The cello, that is. Oh, it was grand, Bob. <laughs> by the way, do you mind if I make uh, Metro Golden Mare very happy by mentioning my latest picture? Oh, uh, the high wall. Very gripping drama, Bob. By all means, let's give it a big plug. Oh, thanks. Uh, who's your guest for next week, Bing? Next week, happy news. Miss Peggy Lee is going to stop in, and we're doing the second edition of the Flop Parade. We've got some great tunes, some real clunks. Some <laughs> fine melodic crullers we are going to unveil here next week. And we're also expecting Rudolf Schmohopper, our elusive guest. Well, good. I'll be listening. Good night, Bob. Good night, folks. And thanks. This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, Bing's guest, Peggy Lee, and your all-time flop parade. And remember, keep your eye on your Philco dealer now for the newest thing in radio from Philco, the leader. Health to all from Rexall. From Hollywood, it's the Jimmy Durante Show. Dink, a dink a dee, a dink a doo, a dink a dee. Oh, what a tune! A dink a dee, a dink a doo, a dink a dee. Yes, 10,000 Rexall drugstores who carry the complete line of top-quality Rexall drug products bring you the Jimmy Durante Show with Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargy and his orchestra, the Crew Chiefs Quartet, yours truly Howard Petrie, and that bashful little butterball, Victor Moore. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, back from Florida, where he attended the wedding of the season, the one and only Jimmy Durante in present... Even when things go wrong You think better, you even look better How do you like that? Rockefeller went away on his honeymoon and forgot to turn off his oil wells <laughs> Don't worry, folks, he's got to be back in 24 hours He was married in a rented tuxedo <laughs> you lucky, lucky schnoz, being at the wedding of Winthrop Rockefeller and Barbara Sears. Tell me, who gave Barbara Sears away? Roba Kowalch! <laughs> now they're gonna settle down and raise their own little catalogs. 
Oh, what a lavish wedding that must have been, Jim. You know, Withrop Rockefeller is one of the wealthiest men in the country. I'll say he's wealthy. At the wedding breakfast, they serve nothing but money. <laughs> Tell me, who wrote that in <laughs> You know, I don't mind a joke flopping, but I hate to face those comedians in the Brown Derby tomorrow morning. <laughs> Tell me, Jimmy, what... Wait a minute, I got another line here. (laughs) And just my luck, it's not on my diet. The doctor says I'm not allowed to have greens. What part did you take in the ceremony? Were you one of the ushers? No, Howard. I think the ushers were all gas station attendants. Gas station attendants? Well, what makes you think so? Well, as I walked down the aisle, one of them grabbed my nose and said, I'll look under the hood and check your oil, sir. I was so burnt up, I walked on without letting them clean my eyeglasses. <laughs> but the wedding trip to Florida was just a Durante diversion. While I was at the betrothal, I picked up some inside information about President Truman. You did, huh? Well, uh, what about Truman? Is he going to run? Is Truman going to run? He ain't building that balcony for Dewey. <laughs> You know, Mr. Prune Tree? What's that? There's oh. been... <laughs> Mr. Prune Tree, there's been a lot of talk and no action about the new look. Well, if I'm elected vice president, I guarantee one thing. I'll abolish the new look. Why, with the long dresses they're wearing, you can't tell any more if the girls are bow-legged. Well, what's so terrible about that, Jim? Howard, at my age, when I sit on their laps, I can gamble on falling true. You must have been living on a candy bar. You're full of the old Nick tonight. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that problem. Uh, that would interest the women voters, you know. Because standing here beside me now to interview you is a young lady from the Associated Press. How do you do, miss? I have your nun the plume, but who may you be? My name is Hot Breath Houlihan. <laughs> Don't stand so close, you just baked my Adam's apple. I uh, might be able to help you politically. You know, I'm responsible for the third party. You're responsible for the third party? Yeah. Who do you think was walking in front of Wallace when he decided to run? (laughs) You know... I thought he was a little out of breath when he made his speech of acceptance. <laughs> but tell me, hot breath, what do you think of my chances of getting the women's vote? Ah, oh, the women are gonna go for you, muscles. <laughs> I ought to know. You're beginning to get under my skin. I better not. It's pretty crowded under there as it is. <laughs> Look, couldn't we get back to politics, Miss Houlihan? Tell me, do you think I made a good, I'd make a good vice president? Oh, I'm sure of it. Why, when I look at you, I can see America written all over your face. <laughs> you can? You're foreign, strong and noble like the high Sierras. Your cheeks, soft and downy like the bluegrass of Kentucky. And your chin jutting out like the rock-bound coast of Maine. That's a lovely trip around my profile, but you skipped Pike's Peak. <laughs> Look, Miss Houlihan, why don't you just say in your story that Durante stands on his record of clean, honest government? Well, that's all right for the proletariat, but how do you stand on cultural matters? When it comes to that, I'm a vulture for culture. 
I have a season pass at the Metropolitan Opera House. Let me tell you about it. Seeking my favorite diversion last night and feeling in the pink, I steps into my plush upholstered handsome. With my two footmen commanding the poop deck and my Arabian steeds going at a gentle trot, we approaches the theater marquee. And what happens? The red carpet is rolled out. My two footmen descend from the poop deck. They open the door and I steps out. Looking up from the gutter, I said, who told you to remove the running board? <laughs> Picking myself up and ignoring the stairs of the hoi Palou, I makes my entrance gallantly into the diamond horseshoe. I looks around. Mrs. Van Schuyler is whispering to Mrs. Murray Hill. Mrs. Murray Hill is whispering to Mrs. Susquehanna. And what are they saying? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it Superman? No, it's a bum. <laughs> you see, a vicious rumor's been circulated just because I work in a saloon. They say I'm not fit to mingle in any other circle. That's ridiculous. Nightclubs is just a Mr. Hyde part of me. You have yet to meet the Dr. Jerkle. I'm Durante, the patron of the arts. An opera critic and a man of parts. Last week I went to the opera. I loved it. All but one scene. That's where the 350-pound soprano sings to the baritone. She sings, take me in your arms and hold me close. Why, the whole look close to bum would have to be curved like a banana. <laughs> Those opera lovers or raven handles Largo. Why, I've heard better music written by Umbriaco. Now, what I say may sound absurd, but believe me, it's true. I've seen every opera, and I'll name them for you. Tales of the Vienna Rolls, Madame Buttermilk, and the sextet from Lishi Nuts. <laughs> My coat sopranos and tenors in their parts. Cause I'm Durante, the patron of the arts. Now, just the other day, they held a meeting at the Metropolitan in the cellar. They said, Jimmy, we're in a hole. You gotta help us out. Stepping up on a soapbox, leftover from La Bohème, I said, gentlemen, let's analyze this. Now take Romeo and Juliet. Romeo wants to kiss Juliet. But does he say, slip me a smacker, sister? No, he says, give me a kiss, a kiss, my love. A burning kiss upon the lips. A burning kiss, a kiss, a kiss upon the lips. A burning kiss, a kiss, a kiss, a kiss, a kiss. Upon the lips, a burning kiss. By the time the guy's ready to kiss her, the fire is out. <laughs> Facing the committee, I said, there's only one way to save the opera. Get yourself new lyrics that are very chee-chee. Like, you can have them, I don't want them. He's too fat for me. They, they all gave thanks from the bottom of their hearts. To Durante, the patron of the arts. A commissura, Durante, the patron of the arts. You want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation. Buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Did you know that more than 2,000 different drug products bear the name Rexall? That's a big family indeed, and a highly respected one, too. For in millions of American homes, the familiar name Rexall has come to mean the utmost in quality, purity, and reliability. So for any and for all of your drug needs, always buy Rexall. Have confidence in what that name means. Quality, 
purity, and reliability in drug products. Get them at Rexall drug stores throughout the nation, where 25% of America buys its drug needs. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Well done, Mr. Petrie. And folks, I'd just like to remind you that there are Rexall stores all over the country, north, east, and west. You forgot about the south, Jimmy. Of course, we have Rexall stores in the south, too. But down there, they call them Rexual stores. Add <laughs> 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 the Randy. Add the Randy, if you weren't so handsome, you'd make a good comedian. <laughs> Jimmy, before you go any further, there's a message here for you from your friend, Mr. Ripple. The commissioner of Rivers and Waterways. You mean the guy with the moist voice? Yeah. He's out of town, so he sent the message over with his little boy, Trickle. Oh, that's fine. It's good to see you again, son. How do you He looks like a trickle and sounds like a cloud burst. <laughs> but, uh, now what was the message your father gave him for me? How can your father help me in politics? Well, he's the guy who married Tom Dewey. <laughs> Dewey is right. <laughs> what a family. With you and your father both talking like that, it must be pretty moist around your house. Moist? I was five years old before I found out I wasn't a duck. <laughs> Go ahead, what's your next line? Toodaloo, say it. Toodaloo! <laughs> well, you know something, Howard? You know, it's lucky he left. I forgot to wear my goulashes today. <laughs> now, we now present Mr. Charles Boyer, the star of the, star of the Arch of Triumph. Hello? <laughs> You mean to stand there and tell me you're the star of the Arch of Triumph? No, it's a triumph. I'm standing here with my arches. <laughs> Victor Moore! <laughs> ah, Victor, you cuddlesome cut up you. <laughs> you look younger every day. How do you do it? It's the soap I use. Every day I wash and wash and wash. Do you really use a lot of soap? I'll say two more cakes and I'm a Woodbury bride. <laughs> That's going to be quite a blow to the Woodbury groom. <laughs> but, Victor, there seems to be a shadow on your suburb face. Unburden yourself. <laughs> well, every week on this show, you sing. Peggy Lee sings and Candy Candino sings. But I've never had a chance, so tonight I'm going to sing. Go ahead. All of me, why not take all of me? I'll bid 84! I'll bid 86! I'll bid 92! Since the market dropped, those waste fat buyers won't leave me alone. Ah, <laughs> uh, Victor, I'd never let them melt you down. But if you really want to sing on this show, I'm the guy to give you some pointers. You can? Yeah, I've coached a lot of singers. John, Charles, and Thomas, to name three. 
But Jimmy, John Charles Thomas is only one guy. How do you like that? I gave those other two bums lessons for nothing. <laughs> well, I think my voice should add something around here, Jimmy. You know, I've got a lot of volume. Why, I can hit a note so loud it'll break windows in a house a mile away. Victor, you're exaggerating. It's impossible for a note to break a window in a house a mile away. Oh, yeah? Listen. Oh, I'm sorry, madam. I didn't know you were in there. <laughs> you know something? I wish it was Stalin's, Gwinda. We'd all like to see what's going on in the Kremlin. But, Victor, I think you'd better leave the singing of this show to a gal who really knows her business. Here she comes now, our own Peggy Lee. Ah, Peggy, it's good to see you. And let me be the first to felicitate you on your opening at Ciro's last night. <laughs> well, thank you, Jameson, but I expected to see you there. And how come you didn't show up, Victor? I wanted to, but it was the night of my Boy Scout meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your excuse, Jimmy? The Girl Scouts were meeting, too. <laughs> I love that kind of carrier job. <laughs> well, opening at Ciro's is really a thrill, Jimmy. When I left the bandstand, I was so excited, I tripped and fell right in Sidney Greenstreet's lap. My Peggy, that must have been awful. I'll say it was. I was aiming for Cary Grant. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peggy, Jimmy and I are going to do the town tonight. We'll drop in at Ciro's and see you. Yeah, and tell the bubble dancers not to worry. I put a kink in Victor's bean shooter. <laughs> now relax, Victor, while Peggy gives us a sample of what we can expect tonight. Love is funny Or it's sad Or it's quiet Or it's mad It's a good thing Or it's bad But beautiful Beautiful I'm thinking 
a 60-second story from the Rexall Laboratory. The typical of the care and precision taken with all Rexall drug products is the spectrophotometer. Until comparatively recently, the only way to measure the potency of vitamin A was by making long, involved, and not too accurate laboratory tests on animals. But today, in the Rexall Control Laboratory, the spectrophotometer measures vitamin A potency instantly and accurately. Vitamin A is placed on the instrument's prisms in the path of a ray of light. A meter measures the amount of light absorbed by the vitamin A, and this in turn measures its potency. The spectrophotometer can't make a mistake. It's your guarantee that Rexall vitamin A products meet Rexall's high standards of accuracy. And it's one more reason why your Rexall druggist can say, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. So for any and for all of your household drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall drugstores everywhere. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Victor, we'll soon be there. There's, there's Cyril's right down the street. Put on your dark glasses. I don't want them to know I'm not with a girl. Well, if it'll help, Jimmy, I'll take a carnation out of my lapel and put it in my hair. <laughs> not a bad idea. Victor, I'm going to park on the street. That way we can save a quarter. I'll back in there between those two cars. But, Jimmy, you can't park there. The space is too small. Don't be silly. There's plenty of room. Here goes. (laughs) That's funny. I'd have swore there wasn't room enough. Take this fender off my lap and let's go in. Okay. Our Xavier Cougat. That's what I like. Hillbilly music. But, Jimmy, we'll never get a table. They've got the ropes up. Don't worry. We'll get a table. You're with Durrani, the cream of the homogenized set. Check your things, gentlemen. Yeah, here's my stuff. Good. I'll take your hat, your coat, your gloves, your cane, your scarf, your vest. And your sweater. When she gets to my tattoo, there's going to be a struggle. <laughs> uh, please, miss, may I have my hat back? My head is still in it. Stop it. Stop it, Victor. Now, watch my technique in getting the table. Oh, Pancho. Oui, monsieur. My name is Jimmy Durrani, and I want the best table in the house. Here's two bits for you and the boys. Qu'est-ce que c'est cassé, monsieur? Oh, Pierre! Oui, François. Jean tout passé avec poquet la poumare. Je vous aime two bits. Sacre bleu, le jour de poirée de la part, je ne sais pas, cheap skate. Boy, I sure made an impression. That's my trouble, I spoiled people. Well, Pancho, what about the table? Yeah, what about our table? Voilà. Only the best for monsieur. At Ciro's, we seat everyone according to their importance. Next table back. 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 Next table back! 
Well, as long as we're in here, let's wash our hands. <laughs> so, we're in the kitchen. We're in the kitchen. Granny's surrounded by order. <laughs> Come on, let's get back into the dining room. Oh, gosh, Jimmy, we're out of place here. Why don't we go home? What do you mean, out of place? I came formal. I starched my nose. I'm going to get some action. Waiter, I demand to see the owner, Mr. Hover. Aye, Mr. Hover, and what are you busboys doing out of the kitchen? Please, we That's just... That's enough. Put on your little white coats and get back to work. Uh, Jimmy, what do we do now? Don't just stand there. Pass me the dirty dishes. <laughs> Oh, look, Jimmy, there's Peggy Lee over at the next table. Oh, Peggy! Peggy! Hello, fellas. Gee, I'm glad you made it. Sit down over here. I saved this table for you. Ah, uh, Peggy, it just came in the nick of time. This is more like it. And might I say, that's a beautiful off-the-shoulder evening gown you're wearing. <laughs> Why, thanks, Jimmy. It's my favorite. It brings out my eyes. It brings out mine, too. <laughs> well, have a good time, boys. The show goes on in a minute. I'll see you later. So long. Hey, pardon, monsieur. Miss Lee ordered dinner sent over for you. The finest Eastern lobster. Well, just a minute. How much is it? $27. $27? That's ridiculous. But, monsieur, this lobster was flown here from New York on the Constellation. Take it back and bring me one that hitchhiked. <laughs> After all, a lobster is only a salmon wrapped as a gift. Uh, Jimmy, forget the dinner. Here comes a Hindu fortune teller. Let's have our fortunes read, huh? Capital idea. Say, uh, Mr. Fortune Teller, I'm a little curious. Do you wear that veil over your face because you're a real Hindu? No, it keeps the flies off. Why, it's Candy Candida. What are you doing as a Hindu fortune teller? Trying to pick up an extra buck? What difference does it make? Let him read our fortune. Yeah, this is a gay night and I'm feeling high, believe me. You're right, Jimmy. It must be the Coca-Cola. I'm feeling high, too. Wait till you get the check. You'll be feeling mighty low. You know something, Victor? I'm glad he left. He had his turban on my coffee. Was that a turban? I thought his head was unraveling. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The management of Ciro's is proud to present the star of our show, Miss Peggy Lee. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. But before I start, I have a special treat for you this evening. We have with us those two sophisticated singers of songs, Jimmy Durante and Victor Moore. Come on, Victor. I got a number that'll murder the people. Ladies and gentlemen... Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to start a review for you. For you. That's my glee club. <laughs> but we'll not start a review off with the customary hello. 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 Hello, Bob. Hello. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a guy going in business for himself. So to be different, different, we'll not start our act off with the customary hello. 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 We'll say hello. hello. How, how are you? And how, how do you do? do? 
long time no see. Hello, how are you? We're glad to see you. I hope you're glad to see me. We're happy we're here. Hello, George. Hiya, Jack. We haven't been away, but we're glad to be back. Hello, how are you? And how do you do? Long time no see. Hello, how are you? And how do you do? Gee, that Rockefeller was lucky to get that girl. Why was he lucky? He was one of the wealthiest bachelors in the world. Yes, but don't forget, she had an apartment. <laughs> Hello, how are you? And how do you do? Just a second, just a second. Hold on there. Uh-oh, here comes the boss. Well, if he can sing bass, we'll put him in the act. <laughs> Ciro's hired you, Miss Lee. Please ask these two lowbrow entertainers to leave immediately and by the back door. Ah, oh, gee, I'm sorry, fellas. Don't be sorry, Peggy. We planned it this way. You planned it this way? Sure. How else could we get out without paying the check? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. So long now. We'll be seeing you. We're on our way without paying. We're on our way. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. You can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. Available in Rexall drugstores everywhere. Touche, Howard, and I'd like to add, I do my shopping at a Rexall store, buying Rexall drugs, and I pull them all. Hombre, I'll go heap frozen too. We buy Rexall, that's all. How about you? Rexall for tonight, folks. Victor Moore will be back with us next week. Also, Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargie, the Crew Chiefs Quartet, yours truly, Howard Petrie. And Jimmy Durrani in person, who says goodnight, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. And watch for my picture in Look Magazine this week. I'm devasticating. <laughs> get well, Dora. And get well, Bargie. Get out of that hospital. This program is produced and directed by Bill Cohan. Good health to all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Call, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring, and his orchestra and chorus, and our guest, Charles Boyer. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song. Terry Como. Whenever April is shower. 
Good evening, folks. This is Al Jolson in the good old Kraft Music Hall. And I'm going to open up this session with a song called I'm Sitting on Top of the World. And if the song sounds a little bouncy, it's only because sitting on top of the world ain't exactly a steady place to sit nowadays. I'm sitting on top of the world. I'm rolling along. Just rolling along And I'm quitting the blue of the world I'm singing a song Just singing a song Glory, hallelujah, I just phoned the parson Hey, Paul, get ready to call Just like Humpty Dumpty I'm going to fall I'm sitting on top of the world I'm rolling along Rolling along, don't want any millions, I'm getting my share, I've only got one suit, that's all I can wear, a bundle of money, don't make me feel gay, my sweet little honey, is making me sad, I'm sitting on top, top of the world, I'm rolling along, just rolling along And I'm quitting the blue of the world I'm singing a song, singing a song Glory, hallelujah, I just phoned the parson Hey, Paul, get ready to call Just like Humpty Dumpty, I'm going to fall And I'm sitting, sitting on top, top of the world I'm rolling along, rolling along. Uh, say, Al. Yes, Kenneth? I saw your picture in the paper taken at the Photoplay Magazine Award dinner. Oh. That must have been quite an affair with Jack Benny as Toastmaster. Yes, Kenneth, it was. And Jack Benny, if I may say so, was wonderful. Oh, but you know, I was wondering. What's that? If, if Jack Benny looks like he does at 39, what's he going to look like at my age? <laughs> when he's 46. 46? Yeah. Remind me never to play golf with you. Well, <laughs> Al, how old do you think Jack Benny really is? Well, I don't know Jack's uh, exact age, but he's got a violin, Ken, that was made by Stradivarius. And I understand Jack watched it being made. <laughs> and say, Ken, you should have been there. They had the cutest idea at the dinner. Yeah. They served the products that each person is associated with on the radio. Oh, you mean, for instance, that you ate nothing but cheese? No, no. Well, not exactly. But they, they gave, for instance, look, they gave Gildersleeve a salad with Miracle Whip. Uh-huh. And Jack Carson was eating ice cream. And Bing Crosby was there starving to death over a plate full of Philco. <laughs> Cooked right, it's delicious I know you get a plug in someplace there Tell me, Al, was Oscar Levant there? Of course I was there Al asked me to be there And you know what that means Didn't you see me, Al? Sure, Oscar, you were sitting right between Luella Parsons and Hedda Hopper Yep, and it was a very ticklish spot Yeah? 
so I tickled them. <laughs> was, was that what all the noise was about at your table? Nah, that was something else. Yeah? There was a big argument over an extra dish of ice cream. Uh-huh. Both Hedda and Luella claimed the scoop. I think you made that up, Oscar. But look, did you notice the beautiful gowns the women wore? And did you see that actress wearing that low-cut dress with no sleeves, no straps, no back, and with a midriff, and, 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 and the skirt slit to the knee? What about it? Wasn't she wearing the most terrible shade of nail polish? I didn't pay much attention to anything until you got up to accept the gold medal for the Jolson story. Oh, that was the moment of my life. Boy, that really was it. It sure was. Yeah. You cleared your throat. Yeah. Took a glass of water. Nodded to the people And Larry Parks made the speech Oscar Tonight I'd like to ask you to play a number You played here in the hall a few weeks ago You mean the Sabre Dance by Kachaturian? Yeah, that's the one Say, by the way, I read where Shoshkatovich Kachaturian and Prokofiev All are jammed up with the Russian government What happened? The Russian government didn't like the way you pronounced their names (laughs) I don't care what they like I like the way you play the saber dance. And brother, play it for me, will you? Do you have a glass or two of Kraft cheese spreads? Well, if you do, you're all set for snacks tonight if some folks drop in, or if Dad decides he's hungry at bedtime. Those wholesome Kraft cheese spreads in your refrigerator keep you ready for quick lunch and sandwiches, too. See how Kraft cheese spreads fit in with the family's ideas with 
hurry up hospitality, and mealtime helps as well. If your refrigerator isn't already stocked with handy Kraft cheese spreads, fix that up tomorrow. Choose your assortment from this delicious array. Kraft pimento, olive pimento, pineapple, relish, and roca spreads, Old English, Kraft Limburger spread, and tantalizing smokel. Remember, all Kraft spreads are packed in the charming posy pattern glasses you'll use over and over again. I dream of Ginny with a light brown hair born. Al. Yeah. That was nice, but why did you stop? I woke up. Well, now that you're awake... Yeah? Now that you're awake and other people, how about finishing stormy weather? Remember last week? Oh, yeah, where did we leave off? Right about here. Can go on. Everything I had is gone. Stormy weather. Since my gal and I ain't together. It's raining all the time Keeps raining all the time Al, that song gives me an idea What kind of an idea, Roscoe? Well, you know how dull the weather reports on the radio are? Awful They could be made entertaining if they were put to music I don't get it, what do you mean? Well, for instance How would this be for a weather report for Wednesday? Blue skies Smiling at me Nothing but blue skies Do I see Professor? Yes, sir? What kind of weather do you forecast for Thursday? I'm singing in the rain Just singing in the rain What a glorious feeling I'm happy again I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above, I'm singing, singing in the rain. Now, Professor, yes, how do your cones react to Friday? Somewhere over the rainbow, <laughs> skies are blue. And the dreams that you dare to dream Really do come true Now, Fess Yes, am What have you got for Saturday? Oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I've got a beautiful feeling Everything's going my way Now, I've got a forecast for Sunday, and I'll sing it If you'll go Dum-dee-dee-dum-tum-tum I'll be there to get you in a taxi, honey Better be ready about everything Al Yeah What kind of a weather report is that? Weather report? Nothing This is my day off, and I got a date Sue me <laughs> Al, why are you in such a sharp mood? Yeah? Here's another song that starts with I'll. It's not I'll Be Seeing You. It's not Isle of Capri. 
but it's I'll get by as long as I have you though there be rain and darkness too I'll not complain I'll see it through Though you may be far away It's true Say what care I, dear I'll get by As long as I have you Is that cute? What do you call that thing you just played? That's called movement perpetuelle. Movement perpetuelle? That means perpetual motion. Yeah. Al, that means goes on forever and ever. Oscar, they wrote it about me? <laughs> no, Al, it was written by Poulenc. Yeah. And I'm sure he doesn't know you. Why wouldn't he know me? My picture's in all the fan magazines. Maybe he doesn't go to beauty parlors. But <laughs> Al. Yeah. Al, do you know you're very much liked by the French composers like Honegger, Auric, Milo, and their favorite number is Après la soirée. Après la soirée? Oh, I love that tune, Oscar. What is it? After the ball. <laughs> I wish you'd do it because Debussy likes it, and he listens to it every week. Oscar, Debussy is dead. How can he listen to me? He's got a very old radio. <laughs> Oscar, please, no request from that far away. Now just noodle that number. After the ball is over, after the break of morn, after the dancers leaving, after the stars are gone, Many a heart is aching If you could read them all Many the hopes that have vanished After the ball I like to hear you sing the old songs. Maybe that's because I never heard you sing a new one. Oscar, look, a good old song is always new. Now, one day while I was cleaning house, I found this song in one of my drawers. Until you found it, I bet it was uncomfortable walking. <laughs> Please, Oscar, you can kid all you want. But the song I dug up for the day has got the dust of New Orleans on it. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the folks down there were crooning it before there was a streetcar called Desire.
After you've gone And left me crying After you've gone No use denying You'll feel blue You'll feel sad You'll miss the best time you've ever had There'll come a time Now don't forget it There'll come a time When you'll regret it Someday When you grow lonely Your heart will break like mine And you'll want me only After you've gone After you've gone away Rebop. Well, here's Charles Boyer. Oh, yes. Hello, Charles. Good to see you. Say, how, how did you happen to come back and visit Kraft Music Hall again? Did you like my singing so much? No, no, my wife sent me. Yeah? We almost thought of cheese. <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad something brought you back, Charlie You know, by the way, Charles Lawton was here last week And oh. he said he almost had your part in the Arch of Triumph Oh, and did Mr. Lawton say why he didn't get my part in Arch of Triumph? Yes, he was too big to get through the arch <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mr. Lawton is a fine actor Really is, yeah. And you know, Alan, he's also a collector of paintings and object of art Well, why, why does he fool around with paintings, Charlie? For relaxation Uh-huh you see, when an actor comes home from a hard day Making love to a beautiful actress yeah. You know, he needs something to take his mind off his work, really <laughs> Yeah, that, that is pretty rough on a man Yeah, I understand that You know, Al, as a matter of fact uh -huh. Many of the movie stars have outside business interests Really? For instance, uh, Fred McMurray owns many apartment houses mm -hmm. Gail Patrick runs a baby shop mm -hmm. And Constance Bennett owns a cosmetic company You know, that's a really a smart idea maybe, maybe I ought to do that then I'd had something to fall back on in my old age, you know. <laughs> well, Al. Uh, yeah? Al, you better hurry. You know, I think, I think you're leaning a little. <laughs> but, Charlie, look, uh, uh, just what kind of business would a fellow like me get into, you know? Well, I've been thinking about it, yeah? Alan, and I thought... We could open a French cafe But Charlie, look, I've been a singer all my life I, I don't know anything about running a cafe Oh, it's very simple uh. Really? Now, imagine yeah. we open for business uh -huh. Now, imagine a party is calling for reservation I see Now, the telephone rings uh -huh. Dang dong, dang dong, dang dong, dang dong Wait a minute, wait a minute, what's that? French phone Oh, no. I see <laughs> I answer Yeah, you answer, yeah Hello, hello, Charles Boyer's Cafe Featuring Al Jolson at the charcoal broiler. We, 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 Mademoiselle Turner. Lana Turner. When this boy imagines, he really imagines. We, we, Mademoiselle Lana. We, 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 Lana. Au revoir, Lana. You see, you see how it works. What did Lana say? Well, she said everything was stopping. Now, <laughs> now you, you trade, Al. Okay. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. I'm using the same phone. <laughs> hello, hello. Elles au son cafe featuring Charles Boyer et des French fries. <laughs> Who? 
Ooh. I like the way I said it. I think I'll do it again. Ooh. <laughs> they may witty. They may... Charlie, how come you imagine Lana Turner and I imagine they may witty? Well, I don't know. Uh, perhaps uh, I made a better connection. Well, try, try again. Try again. All right. Then don't, then don't, then don't. Hello. El Jolson Rassan. Ooh. Sophie Tocqueur. <laughs> Charlie, this must be an old telephone, really. <laughs> Let me try it again. Go ahead. Hello? Hello, Café Boyer? Oui, Monsieur Boyer speaking. Oh, yes, Mademoiselle Grable. He did it again. <laughs> he did it again. Yes, a party of four. Tomorrow? Oh, but Betty, mon ami, why don't you come tonight? Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> Till tomorrow, then. Au revoir. Charlie, why couldn't Betty Grable come tonight, huh? She's knitting a hat for Harry's trumpet. <laughs> I'll try it again. Hello? Jolly Boys Cafe. Hello? 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 These boys are off their rockers. <laughs> oh. Hello, Oscar. You know, Oscar, it would be nice if you joined us in our restaurant venture. You could help Al wait on the table. And what would you be doing? Oh, I would be busy checking the checkroom girls and seeing that the cigarette girls are round, firm, and fully packed. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, Charlie. If we're going to open a cafe, I'm not waiting on table. In my cafe, I'm going to be the entertainment. Ah. I could sing a foolish little French song, something like this. Every little breeze seems to whisper Louise. Birds in the tree whisper Louise. <laughs> well, what do you think, Oscar? You can make a comeback in France, too. Charlie, I don't think I'll go on this deal. I, I'm afraid I'll lose my money. Oh, but, uh, you know the old saying, you can't take it with you. He knows it, so he's been sending it on ahead. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie, you might as well know, I'm not going to wait on table either. I'm a pianist. But you are a concert artist. You couldn't play piano in a cafe. Sure I could. Hello, hello, you mad, fierce people. <laughs> Well, well, hello, Winthrop, and hello to you, Cinderella. I see your glass slipper is full of oil. What would you lovely people like me to play? Come on, let's have a request. Come, come. Come. No, come. <laughs> request something. You, you know something, Charlie? I think our restaurant should stick to serving food. Really, I do. That is right. People all over will come to Café Boyer for its exotic salad. But, Charlie, I, I, I don't know anything about salad, really. It's very simple. I would mix it with my own graceful hands. It would be the supreme moment of the evening. The cafe is dark, except for one small spotlight shining on me and my ingredients. The string ensemble plays softly as I begin to mix the salad with loving care. First, I hold a beautiful head of lettuce in my hands. Such delicate coloring, such crisp young leaves. Suddenly, I pluck one and hold it close to my salad bowl. <laughs> now, fickle man that I am, I accept a quick kiss from the garlic. Then, I gently caress the broken heart of celery with the oil from the warm, passionate pimento. Now, I take a beautiful, soft, round tomato. 
with a skin so smooth, with the bloom of young tomato hoods still upon his cheeks. <laughs> then, just, just a subtle touch of aromatic dressing dot lightly behind each of the anchovies' ears. <laughs> voila, voila, the, the salad is ready to serve. Charlie, don't serve it. Oh. Get me a date with it. Spring fever will be making the rounds pretty soon, so let's consider how to perk up meals with a few fresh touches. For instance, lunch. When you set out a bowl of hot soup, how about having alongside a couple of crispy celery stalks stuffed with a Kraft cheese spread, say, golden old English or tantalizing smokel? And you can make your salads extra alluring by topping each serving with a good generous spoonful of a Kraft cheese spread. For instance, try Kraft pimento, olive pimento, relish spread, or roca this way. And just watch the salad greens disappear. Kraft pineapple cheese spread on fruit salad is a very bright idea, too. And along about this time of the year, Dad may be hankering for Kraft limburger spread on rye with some fresh green onions on the side. Oh, that's a man's idea of a real spring delicacy. So tomorrow, get several Kraft cheese spreads for snacks and sandwiches and for special mealtime tricks. Look for the Kraft name on the label, the real guide to quality in cheese spreads. Folks, do you ever take time off from this busy world and just sit in front of the fireplace thinking back to other days, to good times and old friends? Sure you do. We're all the same that way. A little boy remembers a green apple that he shouldn't have eaten. A little girl remembers her first doll. But when they grow up, they both remember their first date, and especially their first kiss. Yes, it's nice for all of us to remember things like that. And I think Irving Berlin has expressed it better than anybody. Remember the night the night you said I love you Remember Remember you vowed By all the stars above you Remember Remember a lonely spot And after I learned To care a lot You promised That you Forget me not But you Forgot To Remember 
night, folks. Charles Boyer will soon be seen in the Enterprise production, Aren't You Tired? Tune in again next Thursday when our special guest will be David Niven. This is Ken Carpenter saying good night. Stay tuned into this station to hear Jack Carson with Eve Arden and their guest Ray Milland, who follow immediately. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.